Sports Box fans, and welcome back to Sports Box. I'm your host, Jude, as always, and I am so glad to be back with you guys. I know I've taken a bit of time off, but I'm so glad to be back with you and doing what I truly love, and that is just talking sports. Um, so quick reminders, as I before I get further into this podcast, I do want to announce that a good buddy of mine and me, <laughs> so my good buddy and me, um, are going to be starting our, our very own show um, and it's going to kind of take over what we typically do on our routine Saturdays. So obviously on my podcast, um, I do in the box where, you know, I, where I just talk about, you know, kind of my predictions for the game, maybe some storylines. Um, and then my good buddy of mine, you could check him out on SoundCloud, that football topic, uh, hell of a podcast. You could check him out on SoundCloud. Like I said, he also has this kind of own rendition of what he does on Saturday where he gives his predictions, but we're going to start in this week, um, and if not this week, then the following week, we are going to start a collaboration, basically. So we're going to have a, a a weekly show now every Saturday where we kind of mix both of our podcasts together and kind of just make it more of a talk show rather than just giving our predictions because, obviously, I think there's a lot more fun in having a little bit of a debate rather than just saying, oh, this team's winning, this team's winning. If you get the gist, you get the gist. Anyway, I'm going to get into Aftermath, uh, which is a show that will still remain. Um, it's also one of my personal favorite shows to really make. Um, you know, really just get to talk about the games and talk about what's happening. Um, so I, so I've been gone for a little bit of time. So obviously, a lot has happened, and I'm not going to talk about everything that has happened. But I'm going to talk about this week's game. And if you're new to the Aftermath series, or if you're just new to Sportsbox, welcome. But Aftermath is basically where I debrief all the games that happened this weekend. I'm, I usually don't get to every game. Um, maybe I'll, I'll talk about it for two seconds or so. But I really just try to take out the biggest storylines that we learned from the weekend. Um, and specifically in the Sunday and Monday games. And, you know, obviously if the Thursday game is fantastic, I'll talk about the Thursday game on this podcast. But the Dolphins-Ravens game really didn't show me much. Um, not that it didn't show me much. I mean, the Ravens definitely has a game you shouldn't lose. But, you know, I, I'm not going to go too deep into it. But I'm going to start with... With the Bucks and the Rams, because I, I, I have this question. I have this question as for you, the audience, and I'm going to answer this question. Is there any time for concern for both these teams right now? Or is there any, you know, feeling of concern for both these teams right now? Like, you know, we always talk about sports like, oh, this it, should this team hit the panic button? Well, I'm going to add a new button, the concern button, you know? Should these teams... Or should this organizations, and, and I don't mean like, oh, like reset the team or whatever, but, you know, just for the rest of the season, should there be a level of concern for these teams? Now, I mentioned this because of what happened this weekend, right? I'm going to start with the Rams real quick, because I, I think the Rams are a little bit more of an interesting case than the Bucks, And I say that because the Rams in the last two weeks have shown, and I wouldn't say just last two weeks, have shown in this past year with all the act acquisitions they've made, all the trades they've made, they have showed, and I made a podcast going into the season, that they are all in. You start with the Stafford trade. Um, obviously, you know, they had some great defense players in Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. They paid them the big money. Um, then they got Von Miller the past two weeks. Then they got OBJ. So they've really stacked up and they've gotten a lot of pieces, but they've also traded a lot of things that has told a lot of people, has told us as, you know, sports fanatics that, yeah, the Rams are going fully into this season. Um, and so that, that's why the level of concern is a little high for me with the Rams. And it's not just because of this week. If Say, look, they would have lost to a 49ers team. The 49ers are struggling this season. I would have not hit it, right? I would have not hit that concern button. But I hit it because of what I've seen in the past few weeks, 
right? To me, the biggest thing when you decipher between a great team and a good team is how they bounce back, right? How do how does a team bounce back from adversity? Look, the Rams a week ago had a home game on Sunday night versus the Titans that they should have won. Derrick Henry didn't play. Obviously, he's done for probably this season. You know, speculation he could come back in the playoffs. But for the most part, he was done for that game. He wasn't playing that game. The Rams came in as heavy favorites, especially that they were at home. Yeah, that SoFi is a rowdy place. And then they're playing the Titans. And as, as great as the Titans are, and, and I'll talk about maybe the Titans a little bit, but that was a game you were supposed to win. But you know what? After they lost the game, you could have said, you know what? It's whatever. You know what? Good, we're always going to, we're going to suffer some losses. You know, it's, it's rare that you're going to go 16 and 0 or you're, I mean, 17 and 0 now, or you're going to go 16 and 1, right? But I'm, I'm talking about this now because of how they bounce back. Right? The Rams lost 31 to 10 yesterday. That's not bouncing back to me. So now we start to see this string of games that is showing the Rams keep underperforming. And I know it could be a, you know, it could be a little bit of a it could be a little of a downslide and maybe they're going to recuperate and, you know, come back and dominate the rest of the season. And I'm not saying that that's not possible. But this is not how you want to start it. After losing at home, you should be pissed off and you come in and smack the next team you play. And this was the perfect opportunity to do it. The 49ers this whole season have really struggled, have really struggled, right? They've dealt with a bunch of injuries. Honestly, you could say the only bright spot has been Debo Samuel. He's been a complete beast this season. He's, a, he's, he's played like a top five receiver this year, if not top three. Um, but besides that, the defense, you know, they've they've been shaky. You know, Nick Bosa, he's he's played well this season, but they really haven't gotten it together, right? So, so it was this was a game where you were supposed to come in and slap them. And I know the 49ers have had the Rams number, but I would be pissed off if I was the Rams. I'd be pissed off. And it goes with the Bucs too, because like I said, they're in a little bit of a different situation. The Bucs, they just won the Super Bowl, right? They just won the Super Bowl and they've been playing great football. But these last two weeks, we haven't seen the same Bucs. And so obviously last week they lost to the Saints. And then this week, it was another one of those, this is a team you beat. This is a team after a loss that you could say, you know what? We're going to smack this team. But they don't. And in fact, they lose to Taylor Heineke. And no disrespect to Taylor Heineke. He's played a hell of a game. He played a hell of a game. But the point is, the 49ers, the 49ers and the Washington football team are two teams that you're supposed to smack after you were dealt a loss. You were supposed to smack these teams. And you didn't. And the Rams one is a little worse because they got blown out. They got blown out. And so I'm not saying, oh, this is like, this is, you know, this is the end of the world. Both teams aren't going to make the playoffs because both teams are going to make the playoffs. It's pretty simple to me. Both teams are going to make the playoffs unless something drastic happens. Both teams will make the playoffs. But I'm looking at the rest of the NFC and the top teams, the Cowboys, the Packers, the Cardinals. These teams are going to eat you alive if you keep playing football this way. So my next topic, and, and, and I, we're going to switch to more of the AFC because I think I talk about the NFC a lot. The Chiefs, are they back? Are they back? And, and I'm going to keep this one brief because I, I think this is important. Look, 
What the Chiefs did on Sunday is what we've been expecting this whole season, right? <laughs> That's why as much as we were like, wow, Mahomes is great. Wow, Mahomes should have been doing this every single game, you know? The Chiefs are right back at first. Um, it took a little longer than I think they thought, but they're right back at four, first. Mahomes had one of those, wow, this dude, <laughs> I, you, you kind I, I don't, I, this isn't shocking to me though. 30, you know, 406 passing yards for five touchdowns. That's a Mahomes type of game. We just haven't seen that. So, you know, so as much as it is normal when we haven't seen it this whole season, we're like, wow, this dude could really do that. <laughs> like we, he can really do that and sling the ball. Look. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to go as far as say the Chiefs are back, but they are definitely trending in the right direction, right? I think the Chiefs in the past few weeks have looked better. They they have looked better. Uh, you know, they had that shaky win against the Packers, the shaky win against the Giants. This was the type of game that they needed to really say, okay, we're locking in now. We're going to, we need to have that statement win. And that is, this is that statement win. Now they play the Cowboys this weekend. And trust me, that is going to be a huge game. Not, and not just for the Chiefs, but for the Cowboys, both teams really needing to take that next step in their season. And I, I think this is a perfect opportunity for both of these teams to really do that and show it on a primetime stage. Obviously, it's not a Sunday night game, but a 125 game on Fox America's Game of the Week, Troy Aikman, Joe Buck. People are going to be watching that game. A lot of people are going to be watching that game. So that is time for both teams to make that type of statement. Um, flipping back to the NFC real quick. Um, and I can make a whole podcast that, po- podcast on this. and I, And I actually might. Um, the NFC wildcard is going to be very, very interesting this year. And I say that because what I talked about earlier, right? There are five teams you could, I could confidently say, there are five teams I can confidently say those teams are going to make the playoffs. And that is the Packers, the Cardinals, the Cowboys, the Bucks, and the Rams. Those are the five teams I can, I, I can look at and I can really truthfully say those teams are going to make the playoffs now with this seventh team added you have those two more spots but there is going to be and and i'm talking about this now which is crazy but we still have seven more weeks of this and it's going to get even crazier because right now the saints would have the sixth seed and the panthers would have the seventh seed as much as I'd love the Cam Newton, you know, reunited with the Panthers, it's going to be hard for me to see them make the playoffs right now. I know they just had a fantastic win against Arizona, and I'm not taking anything away from that. But I think there's a few sneaky teams. And, and this, this I'm not going to go too deep in this, but I think it's deep. Like, you have the Vikings that sit at 4-5. They've, they've, they've had some bad losses, but they've also had some good losses and they've also had some really good wins so that one is like the vikings they're always going to be competitive the 49ers i think they're getting their groove back and especially if you look at the rest of their schedule i think this team could be a 10 win team maybe 11 win team look they got the jaguars they got the vikings they got the seahawks they got the Bengals, they got the falcons for the next five weeks they should either go five and oh or four and one i'm i'm that confident after seeing what they did against the rams then you have the Eagles who've been playing really good football in the past few weeks. This NFC, these last two spots are going to be very, very competitive. Very competitive. Because, look, like I said, you have your five teams that are practically a lock. I'm Practically. Practically. I'm not saying they're officially a lock, but they are practically a lock. Especially the division winners, at least. 
And then you got and then you got these you got these seven six seven teams who are going to be fighting for those two spots. It's going to make the month of December very very fun to watch the NFL. Um, and I'm going to end it off on this. Um, it's kind of funny because almost foreshadowed in the beginning when I was talking about the Rams and Bucks, the two teams that bounced back were the Cowboys and Bills. And I mentioned earlier how the how you could tell between a great and a good team on any given Sunday is how they bounce back from adversity. The Bills got embarrassed on the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? That was a game I don't even think they want to speak about. I mean, to lose it 9-6 to six to the Jacksonville Jaguars, what are you doing? What are you doing? Right? What are you doing? They came back and just destroyed the New York Jets. Josh Allen looked like himself. This defense was cooking. And I know, I know the Jets have their own problems. And I'm, it's not super impressive. But Mike White is the GOAT, right? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Calm down. But Josh Allen did what he was supposed to do. 366 for two touchdowns. Stephon Diggs, he had 162 for a touchdown. So they got back on their feet and they showed what type of team they can be and just how dominant they can be. Same with the Cowboys. You get blown out by the Broncos a week ago. They said, you know what? That happens. But it's how we bounce back. And the Cowboys did the same thing. They only allowed three points to the Atlanta Falcons. Three. And those that came in... The first drive for the Atlanta Falcons. So, I, I and as a Cowboys fan, it, it was great to see, but I, I don't want to get over, you know, I don't want to overhype the Cowboys right now, but I, I, I think the Cardinals, the Packers, and the Cowboys are three teams that not a lot of teams in the NFC are going to want to see come January. They're not. It, it, the way these teams have been playing football and if Kyler Murray can get back to being healthy, DeAndre Hopkins as well, people are not going to want to see these teams come January. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. As always, I'm